Good morning, Living Word. Good morning, man. I certainly, the Lord has been good. Better than good to me. He's been awesome. He's been amazing. I'm certain that is your experience too. If you know anything of God, if you have any kind of relationship with God, you will know that he has been good. And as the songwriter says, better than good. Amen. So we can give God thanks. Waking us up this morning is good. Starting us on our way in our right mind. That's all good. Amen. This is the day that the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Why? Because he made a good day. So speak to your day today. The day is good because the God of our day is a good God. Amen. So hopefully you've spoken to your heavenly father. You're talking to acknowledge his presence in your life. Give him thanks for waking you up and tell him how good he is. Amen. Some of you have experienced healing in your bodies. And so that's a reason to give God thanks because God is just so good. When you were in a place of need, not enough, he stepped in right on time and everything you needed was supplied. Isn't God amazing? Plus, he's a good God. Yes, he is. God is good. He doesn't just do good. He is good. It's part of his character. It's part of who he is. God is good. And certainly, hopefully by now you have um, encouraged yourself in the Lord. You know, there are times when we wake up in the morning, sometimes we feel so tired and blase and just down. We don't feel like getting up. You know, tell yourself that you're energetic, you're strong, you're positive. Just speak to yourself. And it will change your mood. Amen. Don't give in to the old weak, tired. Oh, Lord, I can't go to work. No. Get up and you step out. Be strong. Strong in the Lord and the power of his might. There's greater energy in you than you even know. Yeah. But you've got to just activate it by making that first move. And then, bam, the switch will be turned on. And you realize you had so much energy to do everything you need to do in this day. When God woke you up this morning, he made sure. Everything you need to be successful in this day is already downloaded in you. So it's already in you. Amen. Then speak to your word. Bring everything into order. Speak order in your life. Speak to everything that concerns you. Use the word to perfect the things that concerns you. Amen. Because you are powerful. You're a child of God. You're made in the likeness of God. God has given you power and authority to speak in the in this world and your environment the bible says you shall decree a thing and it shall be established amen so go ahead and decree it over your life i want you to decree love in your life this morning <laughs> love yeah decree some love and <laughs> speak some love over your life you know thank god for loving me i love me i love you you know just just speak love <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit about love today um, and I'm going to name my, my topic this morning, simply love on my mind, right? Love on my mind. And I started this on yesterday, but I want to deep dive into it just a little bit more today, just to bring it back to your attention. Amen. And so what is love really? What is love? Love is, is explored and celebrated by poets, philosophers. It's in the Bible. Many books have been written about love, but at its core, you know, some say love is a deep and uh, affection for someone or something. Um, it goes beyond just mere emotional attraction. 
Um, it involves a commitment and a choice. They say some people say love is a choice and, you know, choice to care for, support and uplift another person. All those things are true. But love is also an attribute. The Bible said God is love. And so love is an attribute of God. And if you have God in you, then you have love in you. So love is not just something we do. And like we say, love is an action word and all these kind of things. But it's something that we are. It's part of our makeup. If you have the spirit of God in you, then you have the capacity to love also in you because it's an attribute of God. Now, in the Bible, it's all it's often described in terms of selflessness, sacrifice, compassion. And if we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, we know that is the love passage. It says love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it's not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Wow, that's that one is amazing. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always preserves. So that's the action of love. That is the fruit of love, really. It's not love itself. It is the fruit of love. Love is patient. It tells you what it is. But love really is an attribute of God that he has downloaded in our spirit. And it is expressed in patience. It is expressed in kindness. It is not envious. It is it's not boastful. It's not proud. This is just the expression of love. It doesn't dishonor others, right? That's just how love expresses itself, right? It is not self-serving. It's not selfish, but it's characterized by patience and kindness, willingness to forgive. Amen. Love also is expressed in our, us putting the needs of others before our own and seeking the well-being and happiness of those we care about. Those are all the expressions of love. It is also about acceptance. It's also about understanding. It's about embracing our brothers and sisters just for who they are in God. Now, let me get this straight because when we talk about embracing people and accepting people, it doesn't mean we accept their sin, we can accept the person because we love them, but not accept their sinful ways. Okay, so I just want to make that distinction right there because some of you have some people in your family that they may have slipped to the other side and you wonder how can you love them? Well, you're called to love them. You just cannot love their sinful ways. Amen. Now, there's a, there are many types or, or several types of love that's expressed in, in the Bible with its own characteristics. So let me talk a little bit about that. Then I'm going to talk about the difference between love and lust. Now, the first love that I want to talk about is the one that we like to talk about and bring about. That's the agape love. It's considered the highest form of love in the Bible. It is the selfless, unconditional love. Amen. And this is the love that is exemplified by God's love for humanity, right? For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life or, or eternal life. So this is the unconditional love. God will look beyond faults and see our need and gives us what we need 
right? And so he gave us love even though we did not deserve it. So this is unconditional love. When you love somebody unconditionally, it doesn't matter what their condition is, who they are, you know, how they express themselves. You just love them unconditionally. But let me just say this because the truth of the matter, most of us do not practice unconditional love. Yeah, <laughs> because... Um, People's actions, attitudes, behavior, sins, um, you know, they may express hate and all these things. So it sort of hinders unconditional love. But if you can love them in spite of all those things, then yeah, you may be on to unconditional love. Okay. So unconditional love is love without condemnation. No condemnation, no matter who they are, no matter what they have done. They're just going to love them just the same. It's just like a mother for a child. It could be the worst child in the world. <laughs> the mother would love that child. It's unconditional love. Okay. The next type of love is filial. This is the love characterized by affection, friendship, and loyalty. It's a bond between individuals. It was expressed, um, the best expression of it is with David and Jonathan in scripture. And David wrote a song about Jonathan after he died and says their love they had for each other was more wonderful than the love of women. <laughs> I don't understand that, but that's what David said. <laughs> His love between him and Jonathan, the bond that they had was better than the love of women. Simple means this is an unbreakable bond. It's an amazing bond. It's a pure bond, too. There was nothing homosexual about Jonathan and David. They just had a pure love for one another. Amen. That affectionate love for one another and loyalty. And so when, when you could be loyal to somebody, loyal with, with, with your family, loyal with your friends, um, you may be expressing the filial love. Many of us have best friends, best friends for life that we will do anything for right? For life, that, that's filial love. That's the love that we have for those who are really, really close to us. Um, the next love is eros, and this is the passionate love. Um, this, this is romantic love, right? This is like the Song of Solomon when he talks about um, the beauty and intimacy of his lover. So it's about romantic relationships. So these this eros love is between lovers and, you know, hopefully between married folks who still have the eros love, still have that passion for one another, right? Or when you first fall in love, that's that erotic, that, that you know, the endorphins that flow through your mind, flow through your head. You have the strong, romantic feeling, passionate feeling for someone. That's eros. Then you have the storge love. This is the natural affection. This is between families, brothers and sisters. It's a love between parents and children, siblings and other family members. Also, it is love that we should have for our brothers and sisters in the Lord. That's a storge love. The Bible says in Romans 12 and 10, be devoted one to another in love. Honor one another above yourself. Amen. And so they should be this type of love in, Christ, in the Christian community. The Bible said the world should know us because of our love of the brethren, how we love each other. Okay. This is what this is all about. And so as children of God, we should practice the storge love, love 
one another. I Well, technically, I believe we should go even further and practice the unconditional love. But as I said before, many of us can't practice unconditional love because of our emotions, because of how people make us feel. So it's hard to extend that level of love. But um, the agape love is the highest level of love. Unconditional, no matter what people do, no matter how people treat you, no matter what they say about you, whether they lie about you, whether they, they try to kill you, you still love them. That's unconditional love. <laughs> Amen. So um, I want to stop right there. But each of these types of love is valued and celebrated in the Bible. Okay, so it seems to say that love is multifaceted and it, it connects us in our human relationship. And it's more than just a feeling. Love is a powerful and transformative force. It has the ability to heal wounds, mend broken relationships, bring joy and fulfillment to our lives. Amen. Love transcends time and space. And it's something that we should cherish and cultivate in our lives as much as we can and spread love in the world around us. You and I are called to spread love. Just as we're lovers of God, we should be lovers of man. And we should want love in our environment, everything about us, to be sprinkled with love. Amen. It's a choice also we make every day. Remember I said love is an attitude, is an attribute of God, but we choose to give love. We choose how we express love. And so love must be expressed. We must choose to express love every single day it could be expressed in a small gesture of kindness right um, a gentle word of encouragement somebody's going to you so their faces is long and you just go tell them you know i don't know what you're going through but i just want you to know that jesus loves you and everything is going to work out for you good you just keep on having faith just keep on believing god it it, it can be expressed in, in an act of compassion Right. Um, so love, we must allow the love of God that inside of us to be expressed. Right. Because love is a universal. It's a universal language. We all can show love. It doesn't matter if we speak the same language or not. We can show love. We can express love and people can recognize when we are expressing love. Now, I want to bring your attention to something because a lot of times we get love mixed up with lust. Lust and love is not the same thing. You see, love and lust are often confused. Why? Because they both involve strong feelings of attractions. But they are fundamentally different in concepts, right? Lust does not come from God. <laughs> That's the first thing. Love comes from God. And love is an attribute of God. If you have the Spirit of God, you have love inside of you. Amen. So if you have lust, it is not something you receive from God. You receive that from the other guy. You receive that from this world. Right. So love is a deep and genuine affection for someone else. Right. And it's characterized, as I said, by care, support, respect, desire for their well-being. It is a selfless emotion, selfless emotion that seeks to nurture and support the other person, often enduring through challenges and difficulties. On the other hand, lust is a strong physical or sexual desire for someone. It is often based on physical attraction, 
rather than strong emotional connection and it seeks to nurture and support. Um, it doesn't seek to nurture and support the other person, right? Rather, it's the well-being of self. And so lust is rather just seeking for its own satisfaction, right? It's it it's 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 something that we want for ourselves. Lust is about taking. Love is about giving, right? Let me say it again. While love is about giving and building a, a meaningful connection with something, lust is more about taking and satisfying your own desire. Love is lasting and, and emotional, while lust is often just fleeting and temporary, okay? And so lust, even though it can be a strong feeling, it's temporary. After lust is satisfied, it's gone. It's gone, <laughs> And we know that the scripture um, in, in the Bible, there's a scripture about a young man who thought he was in love with, um, with his half-sister until he raped her. And the minute he finished raping her, his lust turned into what it really was, hate, right? So as much as he had this strong desire for her, after he had her, it changed to a desire of abhorring her and never wanting anything to do with her ever again. Right. So we got to be careful. Don't get love mixed up with lust. Remember, lust is about self. Lust is about getting what you want. Right. Seeking your own gratification. That's that's all about lust. Lust is about your own personal desires um, and not really caring about the feeling of another person. But love is pure. Lust is impure. Let me say it again. Love is pure. Lust is impure. Impure. So if you're having impure thoughts for somebody else, for somebody, um, then it's a lustful thought. Okay, let me say it again. Impure thoughts, lustful thoughts, right? So if you're having, um, if you're having a thought for somebody that does not belong to you, not your wife, um, and you're having these, you know, sexual desires and these thoughts about them that you want to satisfy yourself with, those are impure thoughts. Because those are impure thoughts, those are lustful thoughts. But love is pure. The Bible said to the, to the, to the pure, all things are pure, right? And so that's why scripture tells us to think on things that are pure, just lovely. All those good things because we want to extend love and not lust. Amen. Lust will bring barriers after it is satisfied. Love, lust will ruin um, friendships, lust will ruin families. Lust is what destroys a lot of um, um, connections, a, a lot of um, experiences, and a lot of commitments. Lust will just destroy it all because of lust. Lust for money, lust for things, lust for people. It can ruin your life and destroy your relationships. You make sure you know the difference between love and lust. Remember, love is pure. Lust is impure. Okay. And so, so in summary, love is a deep emotional bond based on care and respect. Right. We got to remember that while lust is a strong physical desire based on attraction and understand the difference the two can help us to cultivate healthier and more meaningful relationships. And in a world that is sometimes seems divided, love has the power to bridge the gap and bring us closer together. It is the 
force that knows no bounds, a light that shines in the darkness in the darkest of times, and love gives us hope, it inspires us to be better, and reminds us of our common humanity. Right? That's what love does for us. It gives hope. Even where the situation seems hopeless, love always is hoping. Amen. So let us never forget the power of love. Let us cherish the relationships we have. Nurture them with care. Spread love wherever we go. Let us be the embodiment of love in a world that often is without love. This is the world of hate. This is the world of darkness. Let us be the love givers in this time and in this season. Make sure we're spreading love, nothing else. Amen. Make sure we're spreading love because love is an attribute of God. And if you have the spirit of God in you, then you have love. You have the ability to love. Yeah, you have the ability to persevere. You have the ability to go on. You have the ability to hope. You have the ability to have faith if you have love inside of you. Amen. So allow the attribute of God, allow God to be expressed in so many different ways. And so if you see somebody today, they're not looking good, um, you know, share a good word of love to them. Tell them it's going to be all right, you know, or just sit and listen to them. Sometimes you just need to listen to somebody. But just showing some affection, you know, just be quiet sometimes. Listen to what they have to say. Sometimes people just want somebody to hear them out. It's an act of love. It really is. Right? Somebody may not have enough money to get what they need, um, you know, at lunch or at the grocery store. And you have the ability to bless them. Why not bless them? Bless them. Show some love. Right. Um, they're hurt because of stuff they're going through in their lives. You can share an act of love, express an act of love by sharing a good word with them. We are called to be lovers, not to be haters. Okay, so love your brothers, love your sisters, love the Lord. The Bible said we ought to love the Lord with all our hearts, amen, soul and mind and strength. And then love your brothers and sisters as you love yourself. So, man, the Bible said you got to love yourself too. Don't be hating on yourself. When you look in the mirror, thank God. For the perfect the perfection he has expressed in you. Yeah, because he designed you specifically. And in God's eyes, you are love and you are perfect in his eyes. The Bible says we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen. So you are an expression of God's love. Amen. So in spite of anything that's going on in life, in spite of people want to accept you or not, you just know you're an expression of God's love and God loves you. And because God loves you, he has deposited his spirit in you. He has given you the ability to also express love. So express love today, not hate. The songwriter says, what the world needs now is love, sweet love. Yeah, that's what the world needs. The world needs love more than anything else. Man, if we have more love, we have less wars. Yeah. If we have more love, there will be no killing. Because we will if we really love one another, there'll be no crime. There'll be no stealing. There'll be no robbing and none of those things. If we truly had love for one another. Cain would have not have slain Abel if he had love for his brother. Amen. So you see how important love is? Love is the, the most important human attributes that we have towards each other. 
it is love. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you again for your word. We thank you for telling us and teaching us about love and the unconditional love, the agape love, the filial love, the eros love, the storge love. We thank you, Father, because we know that love makes the world go round. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is just beautiful. We thank you because you first loved us and you showed us what love is all about. When your words say you so loved the world that you gave your only son. Amen. That through his death, his burial and resurrection, we can now have life. And God is because you loved us. And I pray, Father, that we will learn to not just love you, but love ourselves and love others. And Father, we know the issues that we have to deal with in, these, in life. We know the people we have to deal with. And some of them are not loving. But Father, I pray you will allow your power to be so upon us that we can express love even when we're not receiving it. Jesus, you already knew. You already know that your love was not always reciprocated. And so, Father, give us the understanding while we're here in the earth realm to know and understand that the love we give will not always be reciprocated, but we are still called to love one another with a pure love. And I pray, God, that we will know the difference between love and lust. For you called us to be pure. And to the pure, all things are pure. We thank you again for hearing us today. We thank you for blessing us and keeping us. And we thank you for loving on us, God. <laughs> we really do. We really thank you, Father, for loving on us. Because if you did not love us, I don't know what we would do without your love. And so, Father, we thank you again as we glorify you and bless your name. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.